Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. You made it. Yeah. Jimmy's smiling now, like ear to ear. Because he can see the world with his glasses on. He walks in and smiling. It's like, look at all these cars. It's like those videos you see when kids get like hearing aids for the first time and they can start to hear. Hey, did you know the Subaru, that's the detail center over there? (laughs) Yeah. I'm learning more and more about this community. It's amazing. The world I live in, it's a grand place. You can see. Yeah. Uh, so this adulting thing continues. He just recently got glasses. Thank you, Spec Sabers, Maggie, and the gang up there in St. Albert took care of him. Um, and then yesterday he was at the shunt doctor, and I cannot wait for a shunt about update. The shunt doctor. So we're yeah. looking forward to that. I'm still a medical marvel. All right, save it. Well, save it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grant was saying, <laughs> I'm surprised they let him go. <laughs> but me too. Inside. Idea. And actually, legally, you're, you, we, we get to keep you yeah. <laughs> to do tests. Yeah. Sit down. Get comfortable. Do you like pudding? <laughs> this is The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Hey, good news, everybody. If you're looking for Taylor Swift tickets, Jimmy's selling them on Facebook. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> this moron is doing it again. Which show, the Vancouver one or Toronto? I don't know. I think Toronto. Jimmy's hacker back at it again. What country is he from again? I don't remember. Somewhere in Africa. I had a FaceTime with him and then a long conversation and then oh, I blocked him. I, Jimmy, I, I spend more time online dealing with you being an idiot on social media. I'm going to someday, someday... This poor woman, she calls me on my phone yesterday. I'm coming in the house. My phone's ringing, and I'm like, and it's somebody I know. I don't know them well, but I know them enough that she has my phone number. And she's like, oh, my God, Lachlan, I think I just gave $2,000 to a hacked account. I'm like, no, 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 no. No! So I'm yelling. This poor woman just got ripped off for two grand, and I'm I'm because mad because I'm mad at Jimmy and how stupid he is online. <laughs> so then I called. Okay, so just so everyone knows, I called Jimmy and I said, "You have to do some more research into finding out how to stop this a hole." So you did do that. So I reported them again, but it's just I said. It isn't me. And then I got a bounce back saying they can check the account to see Because impersonation online is a big deal. So Facebook needs to deal with that. So when you reported it the first time, didn't you say that this guy is being you online? Yeah, but it's just that nothing happened. But it's just I didn't get that bounce back. Oh, man, these these companies drive me crazy. They're, They're so, they're so like... They don't take care of their crap. You got to do, um, I told you the one trick I saw, somebody had their account hacked on Facebook and couldn't get any help with Facebook because nobody actually answers the phone or works there. Like, it's all automated. So what they did is they went on LinkedIn, found somebody on LinkedIn that works at Meta, befriended them, and then got them to go in and delete the old That's account. That's what you need to do. 
You need to get on LinkedIn, and you need to figure out how to reach out to somebody from Facebook. They, they literally Meta. did that. They worked, reached out to someone that works at Meta. I was like, hey, can you help me? Like, this is the last resort. And they're like, yeah, no problem. I'll this, go in and delete it. This guy literally is living off of your friends off of Facebook. Oh, he's this living like, like a, a prince. Six, this, he's living like a He's prince. making more money than I do. Yeah. It's unbelievable. You I should consider was, a move, actually. I was so angry. You should angry. go into business with him. <laughs> <laughs> if he gave you, like... 40% of what he makes. Brent, stop. <laughs> you could just keep creating accounts and he'll keep taking them over. And Here's what you need to know about Jimmy, okay? Jimmy is a moron. And if it has anything to do with social media, just delete him. Just And you know what? If you're following him on a legitimate account, go and delete him right now. Yeah. Just everything James P. White on social media, block him. I'm going to do it next. He's in the room with me, and I'm going to block all of his accounts just because of how annoyed I am over this. <laughs> block Jimmy on everything. Do it. On air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. I don't know why I've been seeing a lot about Steve Jobs lately. Is, is there like a biography or something coming out? I don't think so. They did that one with Ashton Kutcher a few years ago. That was yeah. pretty good. So Anyway, I've seen a couple of stories in the last few weeks. The latest one that I saw was... He used to do something that they called at Apple the beer test. Okay. So I'll give you a quick rundown, and you guys can let me know if you think you would pass the beer test. I'm specifically interested in, in Jimmy's response to this. So at one point, he he felt like he wasn't getting the real person when he was doing interviews for positions at Apple. Now, right. obviously, Steve Jobs wasn't interviewing people for, you know, entry-level positions. He was interviewing people for, like, high-level jobs. Like CEOs or... Yeah, a, like, yeah. yeah, high-level managers, that kind of a thing. But if you were at that level in your career and Steve Jobs was on the list of people you needed to interview with Apple, yeah, I can imagine that that would be pretty stressful. Steve Jobs was uber famous yeah right well he's a hero for a lot of people too yeah a lot of people like looked at him as like you know the great one yeah yeah Yeah. exactly so i can just wrap my head around how stressed you might be Mm -hmm. if all of a sudden this is your dream yeah this is literally your dream for a lot of people thursday at noon you're sitting down with with steve jobs yeah so he said to somebody he said i just wish these interviews didn't feel so scripted Mm -hmm. and so unnatural i wish i could get these people just to relax like i'm I'm just having a beer with them yeah so then he was like why don't i just go for a beer with these people so it it was called the beer test Mm. at apple if you got to that point in your interview stage you had to go have a beer with with steve jobs He'd go for a walk, and then he'd end up at a pub. At a pub. Yeah. You'd sit down, and you'd shoot the... So would he drink beer? Because he didn't really drink any alcohol. Right? Like, he had a crazy diet where he only ate raw But that was towards the end when he got sick, though. Yeah, maybe early on he did. Yeah, I bet you there was a point where he was pounding babies. (laughs) Okay, so Grant, the beer test. I would do well with that. That... Yeah, I can would, see you do that. A couple pints would loosen me up, and I do feel like I would be more relaxed in myself with old Steve. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I would pass the beer test. I think I think he would like me more, and we'd be more comfortable. And Jimmy, no. <laughs> <laughs> if I did just 
couple beer, no. but not if he started no. bringing out the shots. The minute yeah, your no. lips touch alcohol, you start repeating yourself. <laughs> no, it usually takes two pints. No. <laughs> you have a sip, and you are repeating yourself, and you are... You're, no, it's a couple pints. You're James the Tank. <laughs> No, he does change instantly. Instantly, as soon as he drinks alcohol, he eyes go. That Brr. eye goes. Yeah, it's, that's Brr. on the second point that the eye starts doing. I don't know stuff. about that. I don't know about that, Look Jimmy. Hey, oh, James P. White. <laughs> um, for me, I think my issue would be. He would probably look at it and go, why is that guy drinking so fast? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you had six. <laughs> the locker room. Last night I tweeted this. I sat down, I cracked a beer, and I turned on Reacher, and I'm like, <laughs> starting season two. After talking about how much you didn't like it yesterday, yeah. you went home and started season two. And I, I tweeted, why am I still watching Reacher? What is wrong with me? <laughs> and it is very funny, all the responses. Grant will give us a rundown on it. Hit the video, because I want Grant to see yeah, let's watch the, video opening, the opening scene of season two. Yeah, so he's going up. It's called the ATM season. Our okay. ATM scene. Yeah, he does walk weird. He does. He has a weird walk. Yeah. Thank you, Grant. When you're that big, you Dwayne Johnson doesn't walk that Ice way. Or no sound. There's, There's sound. sound. I got sound. Right? To make another withdrawal. Oh. So he just goes up to an ATM and there's a woman there, all bloody, withdrawing. She money. looks scared. She looks terrified. This just happens to people. Yeah. Yeah. These situations just happen to find him. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's always around he's always running into this stuff, Grant. Oh, there's yeah. He's figuring it out. He's putting it together. Don't turn around. Uh-oh. I can help you. Keep taking out money. That minivan to my left. That yours? Yes. Just for clarity. You've been carjacked, right? <laughs> Just for clarity. Is in the back seat? Gun. Oh, watch this. Stay here. Uh, this won't take long. Okay, I gotta turn the sound no. down because he, he uh, there's a swear yeah, in this here. This is exactly right here, right. what I thought it would okay, be. Okay, here he is. Here he is. Here well, he is. There's the carjacker. Okay. Go bad for both of you. Oh! Punches him through the glass. Watch this. No. <laughs> the kid's crying. <laughs> That is so bad. Uh, he tuned uh, that guy. Want to see your mom? It's okay. Want to see your mom? It's okay. I mean, I'm... Uh, there's another line here. I got to get this in. I'll be out for a while. <laughs> the guy will be out for a while. Cops, give him these. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's bad. But we did and, get some good reaction to that. All right. So you tweeted, why am I still watching Reacher? What is wrong with me? And a bunch of the responses we got jen uh, saying it's called dad tv totally <laughs> that is a dad television yeah. show if i've ever seen it's one. a great show i don't know what you guys are on uh, uh we got um this tw- twitter person saying it's pretty lame unless putty imitations are a thing now he is like putty from seinfeld <laughs> The devils. He is. Uh, Bruce Armstrong said it's so bad. Dude looks the part, but my left croc is a better actor than him. You got to read that one about the drifter. Yeah, I'll get to that one. Uh, Tracy Kent said, my husband says this too. Why am I watching this? Um, RV says maybe season three will redeem themselves for season two. 
Um, and then Tim Hopshin said, I couldn't get through it. Did they ever explain how a, dr- a drifter with no money had unlimited access to gyms and tanning beds and steroids everywhere he went? That sums up the Reacher. That, that one I don't tweet. know what's wrong with you. It's a great show. Look at you. You found the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. If you have a friend in your life and that friend buys an air fryer, there's a period of time that they purchase it. It's usually in the first three to six months that every week, at least once a week, they'll come in to the office and they'll say, best wings, I've, best <laughs> this I've ever had, and I think it's a myth. I, I And then they just you don't stop have one, talking no. about it. You don't have one, right? I'm not wrong about this. You're that guy. I'm not that Everything's guy. Everything's better in oh, the air fryer. No, oh, dude, when you got it, oh, <laughs> totally. I, had, I had leftover pizza. I did. No, no, it's, no. no. I've it's never even com- better in I've the never air claimed fryer. the air fryer is that great. I said it's handy. Um... But I've never... No, no, no. Oh, no. Uh, be, uh, okay, instant pot boy. <laughs> yeah, but you were saying, oh, the only way I eat leftover pizza now is in the in Because we the don't have a microwave. <laughs> okay, so he did say it was handy, but you did have... A, that's no, the, I there were moments does, people will be driving around remember you talking about your air fryer. It does for some things really months. good, like chicken breasts are really good. You can do them right from frozen in them. Anyway, I um, think it's all this crap. Be, in two years, you'll get one, just like Netflix. <laughs> remember when he wouldn't sign up for Netflix? <laughs> I got cable. It's good enough. Yeah, yeah but I that, like commercials. <laughs> anyway, but then when, uh, when he when okay. he buys it, it okay. everything's going to be that. more expensive. Have you done grilled cheese? This is where I've I've, done, I had a moment yesterday uh, where I saw this article about grilled cheese, and I'm like, come on! I've never done a grilled cheese. I've done like put. I've made a sandwich and then put it in the air fryer for a little bit to toast the bread. But I've never done, and I might have just done it on the toaster too, because our air fryer is like a toaster and an and, air fryer. Okay, it's like a, a combo unit? Yeah, you like turn the dial to whatever you want. Uh, well, it's it's like a toaster oven kind of scenario? Yeah, it's got a like, convection oven in it too. And I'm surprised you don't have one, to be I honest. Just, yeah. I, like, I can't think of nobody's why I... bought one for him yet. <laughs> not he not, had just, a friend not just that. I just, don't, I, just don't, I just don't know where I would put it. <laughs> what do you mean you... I'm, I, no, we're not doing this. I don't have a lot of cupboard space. He doesn't have any cupboard space left because all those dirty dishes are sitting on the cupboard. Anyway, I saw this article yesterday. This guy was going, the best grilled cheese you'll ever have in your air fryer. And I'm like, stop. That's enough. We've got to put enough to this discussion about the air fryer being better with everything. There's nothing better than slapping some butter or some mayo on the side of a bread, piece yeah. of bread, and throwing it in a frying pan and cooking it up. The old classic way. You can't beat the classics. Thank you. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> the Locker Room, only on Cruise. Coming up next, everybody, a shunt update. <laughs> Jimmy went to the You've shunt doctor. have been waiting for. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Shunt, shunt, let it all out. These are the fluids we can do without. So come on. I'm talking to Jimmy. Come on. Shunt, shunt, let it all out. These are the fluids we can do without. So come on. 
I'm talking to Jimmy. Come on. It always <laughs> seem longer after we produce them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Way longer. In swelling times, <laughs> you shouldn't have to drain your head. <laughs> In Tabor as a white. You shouldn't have to shout for a shunt. Let it all out. Oh, These nice. are the fluids we good. can do without. So come on. I'm talking to Jimmy. Come on. So he's turning 50 this year, and he's decided that he's finally an adult, and he's starting to take care of some things. And we're ticking some stuff off the list. He's going to get his teeth cleaned here in the next couple of weeks. First time he's been to a dentist in 17 years. <laughs> um, a year and a half. Got his glasses yeah. this week. He went and saw a neurologist or went to a doctor about going to a neurologist. No. I went no, to a let, neurologist. Okay, all right. So what was the appointment like? Because you told me he wasn't a neurologist. Okay, no. He's a neurologist. He's not a neurosurgeon. So he's a neurologist. He, if I need, if I need a shunt, he sends me to a neurologist. Okay. So he, if, if I had hydrocephalus, I'd see him first. They diagnose me with... Hydrocephalus, send me to to a neurosurgeon, and they cut open my head and put stuff in it. So you went in for a bunch of scans and tests? Uh, No, he analyzed the scans that I had done when I uh, did the face plant in June. So Jimmy went to a football game in the summer, you may remember. Got so drunk, he fell over, knocked himself out on the concrete. They took him by ambulance from Commonwealth Stadium to the hospital. At the hospital, they did a bunch of scams on his brain. They did x-rays. And they were like, scan. clearly something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so what did he... You finally got to see the specialist yesterday. So, so I went That's to a see long him. way to get to that. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I went to see him. He looked at my scans and, and like from June, and he goes, it looks good to me. Everything seems to be in place. But I don't deal a lot with shunts, <laughs> so now he's you're going, going to he's a gonna, shunt expert. He's he's going to send my scans to a Japan to a neurosurgeon. He's going to look at it, Mitsubishi, and, and, and see if it needs we get parts if I it's an need another model. scan or if I need to have yeah. the thing. Because did he say anything about how remarkable it is that that thing's been in your head for forty years? He is not exactly sure how long those things are supposed to last, but he says, okay, that's kind of odd. Well, that's a good thing uh, you went to him. <laughs> no, he says it is <laughs> odd. Like odd that it sounds like he knows a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So but, wh- when, like within the next year, you'll get to see the, the guy that knows more about shunts? Within the next couple days, okay. I'll get a phone call from him whether or not he wants to see me or whether or not I need more scans. So truth time. He did say that there was some concern. He had concerns about what? He he had concerns because of the eye pain I had. 
Because this whole thing started because I hurt my my eye was sore. It's his. He looked at his eyes and went, nah, "We need to keep digging." Here. Did he? No. Okay, because Jimmy's been dealing with an eye issue so, for months so what, as well. That's so what, what I wanted did, to get out of him. Say it, uh, you know, so everybody heard it and it wasn't just me yelling at him. Yeah. So, so what he did is he is contacting the the optometrist because he wants to see the scans of my eyes to see if there's any. Well, the uh, good news evidence. is, okay, so we may not have, a, you know, a definitive answer as to whether or not it's all okay, but at least it sounds like the guy is is being proactive. Yeah, yeah I'm going to find out the next couple days. He's okay, going to look at the eye scan and find out about okay. the... So we got, we got some positive stuff happening yeah. here. All right. Okay. But he said looking at the scan from there, there's no signs of hydrocephalus, so there's no... Uh, signs of fluid buildup. When you smoked your head at the the football game on the on the concrete, you did something. You, you jerked something up because it's your eye still is not right, and so yeah. I'm glad he noticed that and and that we're digging a little bit deeper. Yeah, because Jimmy has a way of hearing things the way he wants to hear them. So that's what it's it, all good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad. And if there's Just any, trying to keep you around for another fifty years, Jimmy. Yeah, your midlife. This is his midlife crisis. Yeah, <laughs> going to the doctor. <laughs> Normal guys get a Corvette. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy gets goes, a shunt. Goes, Jimmy goes gets the shunt upgrade. He's getting the turbo version <laughs> with the Honda engine. Locker Room presents the Grant Report. Brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies. Supplying the front line since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson. So, Neuralink was in the news this week with the announcement that they had implanted their first computer chip into the brain of a living human. Previously, they've only put them in animals, pigs, monkeys, sheep, and they got sick of all those animals dying, so they just decided to move on to humans. (laughs) No. Neuralink, if you don't know, is one of Elon Musk's companies, and they are working on a brain chip that he says will one day make it so we can communicate with each other without even talking, or we'll be able to listen to music by just thinking about it. Quite the diverse portfolio Elon has. Electric cars, spaceships, tunneling machines, flamethrowers. <laughs> he needs to work on combining Neuralink with the flamethrower company. Then I'd be interested. Give me a brain chip that lets me shoot flames when I want. <laughs> I do wish that I knew less about Elon Musk before getting the brain chip from him, though. Like, he really should be more private about his life. I don't want to know anything about the person that is helping develop a chip for my brain. If I'm getting a brain chip, I want the people creating it to be nerdy and locked in a lab. Not on Twitter making jokes about the number 69 or going to weird sex clubs in a leather mask. I don't want to know what my brain surgeon does with a glass table on the weekends. That's all I'm saying. The Grant Report is brought to you by our I Got That Dog in Me Costco Hot Dog shirt. Text us now to get yours. The Locker Room, only on cruise. If I say anything 15-minute city related, immediately it's divisive. Mm-hmm. But you can split the room right away. It just conjures up um, government overreach. Like, there's just a whole bunch that goes with A lot of people don't it. know what it is, too. There's that, yeah. but those that know enough about it, here's it's my problem with it. This theory that, or it's the plan, 
to have, so the city says, we're going to make 15 minutes a city. So wherever you live in the city, you'll be within 15 minutes of grocery stores or whatever. You'll be able to, be, in theory, walk to everything you need. Which, the conspiracy theory is they're going to confine you to your 15 minutes. Yeah, like and never Hunger let you Games stuff. Yeah. And that there's, there's going to be like a tax if you travel outside of your out of your zone or yeah. whatever. And and again, I I get that. I understand that wiring because I I have that. I don't trust government. But here's my question, and and I want your honest opinion of this. Just based on what we know about 15-minute cities and how controversial it is, mm-hmm. whether it's a good thing or bad thing, I'm not saying one way or the other, okay? The funny thing is, is I actually think, in concept, it's a good idea. I just, again, I don't trust government at all. Mm-hmm. But just saying it out loud stirs up all these emotions on both sides, because the people that are for it are mad that there's people against it. How could you be so dumb? And the people that are yeah. against it are like, this is, this is government overreach. Look at what they're doing in the UK. Yeah. yeah. Right? So why do you think this city council continues to promote this? Because they don't care that Lachlan's mad. Because <laughs> Lachlan has never voted in a civil election, in a municipal election. I'm going to start. <laughs> And that's not true. Right. I voted in a couple. <laughs> Only a handful. But a most people that are mad at it have never voted for a city councilor or... Right? Like... Okay. I think they don't... They're not really concerned about people being upset at them. Would be my thinking. You're th- yeah. I think yeah. you're probably right. I just... I Same saw another article. Lines. Like, why would they keep pushing bike lines if people are so mad? Well, it's because... They don't... The people care. that vote do want them or care for them and... Like, nobody yeah. votes in city elections, right? Sadly, you're right. Yeah, like, what was it, like, 14% of Edmonton voted in the last municipal 16, election? 16%. Yeah. <laughs> so they know their audience, yeah. Yeah. I just, I keep seeing, city of Edmonton continues to move on, and, and they're, like, doing town halls, like Andrew Nax traveling around going, giving sessions on promoting 50, I'm like, yeah. let it go, what are you doing? <laughs> like, wh- anyway, I just yeah. thought I'd... It's out there. This might be hard to explain to the family. It's The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. I shouldn't be as excited as I am about our our day trip today, but I'm very excited. It is The Locker Room. Rock out with your McRib out. <laughs> trip to Camp Alana McDonald's at 50th Street. I did get a note that the t-shirts are being delivered today. Oh, so they might be there, or hey? We get them before. Are they white? No, they're bl- they're black. Cuz that would be funny if they were white. They'd be yeah, covered they in McRib sauce. <laughs> sauce. <laughs> I didn't Cuz you know think we're that. getting it on us. Uh, <laughs> or at least I am. Jimmy. There you go. So 11:30, you're free to join us. Uh, Capilano McDonald's. Jimmy brought a bunch of change from the yeah. Dennis Sadness, so he'll pick up your uh, your bag charge if you yeah. want. If you Fifteen want cents from Jimmy. Yeah, there you go. And we got a text from Neil. He said, "I want to give you guys a huge shout out and thank you for getting McDonald's to bring back the McRib. You guys have more power than you realize. We McDid it. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. The McRib is in Canada I because of wait. this show Woo. and Grant Johnson in particular. Your fast food insider." <laughs> On air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. Elmo went viral for a tweet, Grant? So he's on Twitter, and he tweeted this week just saying, Elmo checking in, how is everybody doing? <laughs> and all the comments, like, it blew up, and people started unloading on Elmo. And some of the tweets, Poor like, Elmo. are you kidding me? The world is burning, Elmo. 
Uh, we got one. Wife left me. Daughters don't respect me. My job is a joke. Any more questions, Elmo? Come on, man. I lost my job. Had to sell my house. Monthly health in- health insurance premiums have gone up 30%. But I can recite my ABCs and count to seven in Spanish. Thanks, Elmo. <laughs> it just keeps going. Why is this even money? Even Biden was President Joe Biden was tweeting, <laughs> saying, "You're never alone." Uh. Uh. Oh, son of a! That is too funny. We all make mistakes. This is the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. This is a record, right? Yeah, uh, for the Prairies, it was a record drug bust happened in Manitoba. Somebody was trying to come into Canada with $50 million worth of meth. 400 kilograms of meth seized from a truck crossing the border into Manitoba. Breaking Bad's back. (laughs) This stuff wasn't blue. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it was white. It was white. And it was one guy, 29-year-old man from Winnipeg who was arrested bringing it in. Could you imagine how much you would be sweating driving a truck with $50 million of meth and then trying to cross the border? Like, you would yeah. have to be That's n- a different wiring of steel <laughs> to not be panicking when the border agents come up to your truck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I was, nervous going across with nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I go to the airport and I'm like, did I forget a gun in my bag? Like... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't even own one. <laughs> I, I was I was nervous uh, going to Vegas with a with a 16 inch dildo in my carry on. Yeah, yeah that you was do that all the time. So funny. Uh, so the thing for me is, and I and I don't want to sound naive, but this is coming from a guy. Like, listen, I know that cocaine's a thing. Yeah. Like, I know that that heroin's a thing, but I never really thought. That meth was that big of a deal. Mm. I guess it is, right? Obvious. Yeah. I mean, I know that sounds Seems stupid to, to say it. <laughs> is meth a bigger problem coming from a guy that's never done meth? Right? <laughs> is you'd think yeah. fifty million might indicate that there's a bigger problem in so Canada? Lot, was, but you uh, remember suitcases. Remember that house next to me, where like that, that guy was a meth lab. That guy so did meth, and then he had. Cots in his garage for people who got too messed up. And well, that's sleep. just good business, you know. They <laughs> charge them room and board when they crash in your garage. And sleep over. Yeah. <laughs> One morning, uh, we called it the Shameless House. It's now they've cleaned it up. They condemned yeah. it, and then they did a bunch of work to it, and they sold it. it it's it's a lot better. Yeah. Jimmy's in one of those neighborhoods. We've talked about it before, but his place, the Dennis Sadness, it it goes from being like. Like the shameless house to a pretty nice little neighborhood. It's weird from mm-hmm. block to block. And uh, there were mornings there for years. I was picking Jimmy up. And one morning, um, Jimmy gets in the car. And then out of the house, two people were fighting. And they fell on the front yard. One guy yeah. shirtless. His pants are ripped. And they're beating the hell out of each <laughs> other at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I'm and- like, what the hell? And Jimmy's like, that happens all the t- all that night, place was chaos. But then in that same house, there was one guy. It when we were leaving, laying in the front lawn, crying. Yeah, yeah. Like, Jimmy uh, saw lots of stuff over there. Even when I would drop you off in that backyard, 
there was just there was madness in there all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, didn't you say you talked to somebody that went in that house after it was condemned and they were talking about what was in there and it was just awful. Yeah, it was just awful. Like it was Yeah. I'm glad it, they cleaned that up. Yeah. Yeah. They've got a little more work to do. There's a couple of other that park too is a Oh yeah, maybe this will help. Walking walking through that park is an adventure. With this meth seizure, Jimmy will notice an improvement in his neighborhood. Less meth. I want you to want bag milk. Good morning, Big Milk from Oilers Nation. How are you today? Doing well, boys. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. You're in Toronto. Toronto. Do you feel the all-star vibe while you're there? <laughs> it, you know what? My hotel that I'm in right now is downtown Toronto, and it is interesting. There's all-star stuff everywhere. We're just we're probably about two blocks away from the Ritz-Carlton where a lot of the players are staying. So mm-hmm. if you walk past that one, there's signage everywhere. It's just kind of, yeah, the city's getting ready to go. It's, it's been interesting to kind of see how they put it together. I've, I've never um, been to an all-star game, and I don't really enjoy watching them on TV. I just kind of whatever. But people always tell me, like, it's not a TV event. It's a, an event you have to be at to really understand how, how cool it is. So That's what yeah. some of the boys said. They said, you know what, it's completely different when you're in person. And one of the interesting things is there's a lot of media in town, obviously. So last night we were at a couple of different little media get-togethers and just kind of seeing who's here and That's who's cool. around. It's been interesting. It's kind of like going to Grey Cup, right? Yeah, it's a festival. You're usually too drunk to watch the game. But the, <laughs> the events and everything leading up to it and around it are, are a yeah. lot of fun. Um, I don't know if we want to get this serious right out of the gates, but um, Leon Dreisaitl is up for an extension. Obviously, he's he's in the second to last year of his of his eight year deal, so they can start talking with him. And I think he must have been in front of some mics recently, and he said he's going to wait till the end of the season. Um, I guess the, the the question would be. Does Edmonton lock that up in the summer? I can't see them not, right? You got to try, right? Like, obviously, Leon is kind of saying, we'll wait till the end of the season, which is normal. Like, there's nothing abnormal about it. He's going to look out for himself, too. But, yeah, the Oilers are probably going to do a full-court press in the offseason to try and get that done. Ultimately, they want to get him done. They don't want to go into a season the last year's contract where he could walk away as a free agent without having any idea of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, and with the... I think that... Nope, we lost you there. We are getting a little bit of cutting. Are you there? It's from Toronto. The, it's the, the, the phones don't work in this city. <laughs> yeah. You got to get up on the CN Tower. Yeah. Get yeah. some clearance. Just put one hand on the toilet. <laughs> You'll get better the reception. Whole city's a, honestly, the whole city smells like a toilet. So, <laughs> With the all-star break right now, there's not games playing, so we're finding stuff to talk about, which is why we're all talking about Zach Cassian coming out of retirement. How excited were you to see that? He's, he's playing in uh, Czech, Czechia. You know what? Like, I'm happy for the guy. Obviously, he wanted to still play. He didn't get any NHL opportunities. He had a he had a PTO with someone like Anaheim or something. He got cut. So I thought he was going to hang it up. But 
obviously he wasn't ready to go. So going over to play in Europe to finish it up is actually a really good move. Yeah. He's like, I can imagine going over there. Their, their schedules are generally a little bit lighter. You can do some travel a little bit. I think that's a great move for, for a guy who's not done ready to, uh, not done playing, but he still wants to go. Pop over there. Why not? There's Plus, a bunch of former Oilers that go play in Europe after they're done in the NHL. I think it's a great idea. Good for Zach. Plus, you're like a hero over there. When yeah. you're a star, they, they idolize you, which would be nice for him. Finish his Absolutely. career. Hopefully they have pancakes. <laughs> um, have you seen the Connor McDavid ad, the endorsement for the for the drink? No, I haven't yet, but I've heard everybody kind of talking about it. Yeah. Uh, every time that he's in a new commercial, I always love it because I find that his uh, his evolution as a spokesman has, has been quite fun to watch over the last mm-hmm. handful of years. So I'm looking forward to seeing it. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard a lot about it. It's with um, the spitting chicklets guys, Whitney and and uh, Biz Nasty, and I was, I was, I was watching his body it, armor. I was watching it from the perspective of their acting skills, and McDavid's McDavid, right? And he's a hockey player, so you'll give him a little bit of a pass. But I thought Whitney was awful. Biz Nasty <laughs> was really good. I'm like Biz, Biz nailed it. Like, if you're getting the Best Actor Award, giving it out on that commercial. Biz is getting it. Yeah, he's walking away with it. It's pretty funny. <laughs> and, uh, and I think it's just like, uh, it, it's just something they did for, for social media. It's about a minute and 30 seconds long. Yeah. If you get a chance, you'll have to dig it up. Beg Mick, you'll love it. I will love it. Like, I mean, those guys, the spin chicklets guys, they obviously have the massive podcast they do. So it makes sense to loop them in with some of the stars. And it's always fun watching Biz uh, interact with, with, with Connor. He's done it on a handful of awards, a handful of panels, and it's always fun. So I'm looking forward to that. they got a good dynamic for sure. Hey, we were seeing on your social media that people have a chance to win uh, to the nation vacation in Arizona. How do they do that? We actually gave away those trips yesterday, so unfortunately oh, that one is well, wrong. Good job, Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, my nice bad. research. We, yeah. <laughs> we did. He was yeah, so excited did, he had something bag milk. <laughs> I can get they, involved. The people were excited, and we had a great response. It was a partnership with our friends at Oodle Noodle, but yeah, we gave away the trip yesterday. Okay. okay. Uh, was, with anything else you want to bring up? What about that losing streak from the beginning of the season? <laughs> All right, Bagmo, you go enjoy uh, Toronto. And uh, we'll we'll you'll be back next Wednesday. Yeah, back to normal next Wednesday. And hopefully we'll be chatting about a uh, a tied record in the NHL yeah. win streak for the Edmonton Oilers. All right. Amen. Thanks you for your time, Bag Milk Oilers Nation. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Just be grateful they don't have real jobs. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.